Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team. Welcome to the Seattle Mariners baseball podcast. Goodbye baseball, a walk-off winner from Mitch Hattiger. Swing, line drive, this game is over! Goodbye baseball, Mitch Hattiger ties it up here in the bottom of the ninth inning. Now, here's your host, Gary Hill. Hey, welcome back, Seattle Mariners Baseball Podcast. Thanks for being here once again. And what was, well, just another weekend of lots of runs and home runs and the offense exploding again. So let's roll through the weekend. We'll get ready for the Kansas City Series starting tonight as the Mariners take on the Royals, the first of four. The M's off to a tremendous start. Ryan Divish is going to be here as well. We're going to talk about the start with him, so that will be fun. That will come up in a few minutes. And if you like offensive highlights, stick around for the week that was because there are a lot of offensive highlights. It's pretty incredible to look at. Mariners in the three-game series against the White Sox over the weekend, they win the series two games to one. In that series, they score 29 runs. They hit 10 homers, pound out 35 hits, and they draw 15 walks. I mean, batted 313 as a team, a 395 on base percentage. They also swiped four bags for good measure as well. Just constantly on base, causing problems consistently, and scoring a ton of runs in the three games against the White Sox. And this offensive start is just incredible. Mariners have scored more runs than any team in baseball to start the season, 85 runs. The Dodgers have scored 84. Mariners have hit more home runs than any team in baseball. They've swatted 27. Dodgers second on the list with 24. I mean, just for comparison, Detroit has three. Cleveland has four. San Francisco, Colorado, Pittsburgh, all with six. Mariners taking on Kansas City tonight. They have seven. It just gives you an idea of where they're at. They've stolen more bases than any team with 14. They've drawn the second most walks in baseball, 51, behind the Dodgers. I mean, they're on base percentage. His seventh in Major League Baseball. It's just 
it's incredible. They're slugging second highest OPS, second highest behind the Dodgers. It's just remarkable, and it's seemingly every game is played out just about the same outside of that second Angels game. They score a ton of runs. Uh, they make some errors along the way. They hit a bunch of home runs. They just wallop the opposing starter, and they hang on for a win, uh, save a couple of times where they've lost leads late outside of that. It has basically been the same blueprint every single time out. In fact, the starting pitching numbers are eye-popping. Their starters, Mariners starters, a 3.55 ERA coming into the game yesterday. Opponents, including yesterday, opponent starters, a 10.60 ERA against the Mariners. They are just consistently beating up opposing starters. In fact, there's only been one quality start against the Mariners so far this year, and (laughs) uh, the White Sox were not able to throw a quality start against the Mariners. White Sox did win the first game of the series, however. White Sox were up 6-1 in that ball game. Well, the Mariners stormed back and eventually took a lead, and it looked like the Mariners were just going to surpass the White Sox and go on to win the ball game. 2-1 pitch to Hanniger. Breaking ball swung on and set the deep right center field. Going back angle on the track. Jumps. Can't get it. That baby's gone. It's a two-run homer for Mitch Hanniger. And the Mariners have the 8-6 lead. Hanniger coming through again. Home run number two for Mitch. RBI 6-7. and seven, And the Mariners have rallied all the way back from being down 6-1 to take an 8-6 lead. Unfortunately, they couldn't hold it, and eventually that would cost them a series sweep, but they would get the series win as the offense really cranked up into high gear the next two ball games. Ryan Healy stays hot. Giolito the set, and again the 2-2 to Healy. Swing and a fly ball down the right field line, slicing. This one is a fair ball into the corner. Here comes Encarnacion. He'll score. Beckham running third. He'll score right behind him. Healy in at second base with a two-run double. The throw-in by Palka is cut off by Sanchez. Healy with a double the other way down the right field line. Two more runs are in, and the Mariners now lead the White Sox 4 to nothing here in the top of the fourth, and what an at-bat for Ryan Healy. And then Jay Bruce, who already homered once in the ball game, went deep again for good measure. Here's a swing and a drive deep into the gap in right center field. Going, going, and he did it again. Jay Bruce with his second home run of the afternoon. Just into the bleachers in right center field. His fourth home run in the fourth. His fifth home run of the year here in the top of the ninth inning. And the Mariners now lead the White Sox 9-2. What an afternoon for Jay Bruce. So after losing game one, 10-8, they come back and win 9-2, and then it was the Vogelback show in the ball game yesterday. One out, bags packed. Here it comes. Swing, crack, gap, right center field. This is hit well, and it is off the base of the fence. Encarnacion comes home. Narvaez chugging home right behind him. Here comes Tim Beckham, the throw to the plate, the tag. The ball gets loose, and the bases are cleared. Stay hot, Daniel Vogelback. He has been blistering hot. He clears him off. He stands in at second, and the Mariners have blown the doors off here in Chicago. It is 7-1 in the third inning. That was 
a 58 minute third inning it lasted forever as the mariners seemingly batted forever and they pile up a bunch of runs and they weren't done vogelback in particular was not done here's the stretch and the pitch on the way to Vogelback. Swing and a drive deep to right field. Way back she goes. And this one is gone. Goodbye baseball. Daniel Vogelback with his third home run of the season. His third home run in three games. He now has five runs batted in this afternoon. A three-run double in the third. And now a two-run home run in the top of the fifth inning. With Beckham aboard. And it's now the Mariners 11 and the White Sox 2 and the Mariners are just pouring it on here in Chicago. How about one more just for fun? The 3-2 pitch, the bogey swing and a fly ball deep to right field. Does he have another one? Yes, he does. Goodbye baseball. Daniel Vogel back with his second home run of the afternoon, his fourth of the year. Vogelback now with six RBIs today, a three-run bases-clearing double in the third, a long two-run home run to the bleachers and right in the fifth, and now a solo shot of a home run for Vogel to right field here in the top of the ninth inning. What a day for Daniel Vogelback! Three hits and six runs batted in. How about that? Pretty impressive. Here's what he had to say after the ball game. Um, yeah, I mean, it was first off, it was a great bat by Beckham before me. Um, got down and battled back and walked. And got to see a lot of pitches. And I was just trying to get something elevated and hit it in the air. Um, get a run in, and I was able to find a barrel and find a gap and got them all in. But, uh, you know, credit to Beckham for the AB before to put me in that situation to, you know, be able to just try to hit a sack fly. And, you know, anything else is a plus. A couple home runs, career high in RBIs. How much fun is a day like this? <laughs> uh, it's, it's fun, but, I mean, every day with this team is fun. I mean, if you can't tell by now how much fun we have, I think, you know, a lot of people are missing out. Um, so just every day is a great time. I and mean, like I always say, it's look forward to coming to the ballpark with this group. And anytime you wake up and look forward to coming to the ballpark, it you know, makes your life a lot more fun. Talk about the offense. It's not just one or two of you guys. I mean, everybody up and down the lineup seems to be hitting very well. Yeah, I mean, everybody had... Has a good approach every night, and you know, anytime you can hit from one to nine, it makes it tough on the other uh, other team. So, just got to continue to do it every single night, and you know, stay focused throughout the whole year. It's a long season. Daniel, that approach is that day to day, or is that something you guys have just got established right now? How does that evolve? I mean, you as a team. Yeah, I think it's you know everybody's bought in, and everybody uh, you know wants to compete and wants to win every night. So, I think that that's part of it. It's just going up there and grinding and bats out, even if it's. You know, not we got off to a slow start in the first inning, second inning. You know, you never know with this team, so it's we're always one inning, and one uh, one good at bat away. Have you done anything with your routine to stay ready? I mean, your playing time has been hit or miss at times, two in a row, one. You know, have you done anything with your routine? You guys said it earlier today. It's um, it's easy to stay in the game and stay focused with this group. Like I said, it's always fun. There's always something going on. Um, Every inning is exciting, um, and we're always scoring runs. So it's easy to stay focused and stay in the game and, you know, not kind of let your mind um, zone off. How much of a help has somebody like uh, Jay Bruce or some of the other veterans been to you? Uh, I mean, this group's unbelievable. I mean, Jay, Edwin, D, um, everybody. It's, you know, they go about their business the right way. Um, they come to the field for one reason, and that's to find a way to win the game every day. And however they can contribute, it's, it's awesome because it rubs off on us younger guys that haven't done it nearly as long as they have. 
the mindset of that? You, you homer back-to-back starts, and then the next day you're not playing. I mean, that's just being part of a team, isn't it? No doubt. Um, I mean, look, Jay hit two homers yesterday and didn't play today. Um, and so do you get to play tomorrow? <laughs> I don't know. That's not up to me. Um, but, you know, that's what I said earlier. It's it's so many people are in it for the, you know, the same thing as everybody, and that's winning. And, you know, when I'm not playing, it's the same attitude and the same um, presence it is if I am playing. Um, so everybody's that way, and it just rubs off, and that's a contagious attitude, and I'm just happy to be in the clubhouse with this group. That's an important thing. I mean, you don't want to wonder why you're not playing. No doubt. Um, it's just, you know, when your name's in the lineup, you, you perform, and when it's not, you be the best teammate you can be, and you do what you can that day to help the team win. I feel like anybody's giving them that's away right now. No, I mean... Just every like everybody comes to the ballpark with one one thing on their mind, and that's to find a way to w- win. And they grinded bats out, and that's why I said Beckham's at bat before my uh, double was unbelievable. I mean, Nova had kind of gotten a little bit of groove there, and you know the second inning uh, wasn't great for us, and Beckham grinds had a bat out, and then made able to find a, a gap, and then you know it, from there we just continued to run with it. You guys have a hitters meeting, some people contribute. Did you get to parts of the game where you're like, uh huh, yeah, this is exactly what so and so was talking about? Or, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that it's just the plan we have every day when we have our hitters meeting, it's just sticking to it and trusting it. Um, you know, it's not always going to work because, you know, these pitchers are really good in this league, so it's not always going to work. But, you know, if you stick to it and you trust it, um, you know, it makes you feel better that if you do fail, you failed with the approach and you failed with what you were going up there and the mentality to do. Really good stuff there, Vogelback. Career day yesterday, and it's funny you talk about the lineup. I mean, the day before Bruce hits two homers, it's, I mean, it, it's kind of tough to find enough PT for everyone that's hitting so well right now, especially with the first base DH combo and Carnacion in that mix as well too. So today's lineup should be interesting, no doubt about that. Speaking of today's lineup, why don't we hear from the skipper Scott Service his thoughts on what was a pretty fun weekend. Uh, again, up and down the lineup, everybody chipping in. And, uh, you know, it's a really good series up for us offensively. Uh, can't say enough about how our offense is clicking right now and how we're just grinding through. And you're really you're beating down, you know, they're pitching by making them throw so many pitches. What does it say to defensively? I mean, I know he didn't come up with the ball, but Smith keeps Anderson's ball in the ballpark, and, you know, maybe it changes that anything. Uh, yeah, Malik's is a great athlete out there. Gets back to the wall, and I uh, wish he could somehow hang on to him. They're in his glove the last couple of days, but heck of an effort uh, to keep it in the ballpark. And, uh, again, you know, Wade LeBlanc, you know, it's about starting pitching. Did a really nice job. Wade doesn't get over 100 pitches too often. Uh, we had a little cushion today, so we let him go, and he was great. You know, I thought he pitched really well the last couple innings, particularly. Well, and I guess the effort in coming back after being not on the mound for 35 minutes, just in being able to stay in there and give you those six innings, not everybody would have been able to do that. No, Wade's a, he's a veteran. He, he stays focused, and I'm sure he has no problem when we're putting up those, those kind of runs. To He'll, he'll take that and, and the support he's getting from our offense. But, uh, again, you know, we got a good thing going offensively right now. We're playing good ball. Guys are enjoying it. They're having fun, which is great. You know, we go over to Kansas City and see what happens there. Is there an update on back those injury? Uh, Tim just had a little uh, tightness in his hamstring. Uh, I think he'll be fine. Uh, just precautionary, take him out, and hopefully, you know, he's been in there every inning of every game so far. What did you see from Tim Anderson in this series? A lot. Tim Anderson is a Mariner killer. He's been the Mariner killer since uh, uh, since ever I, as long as I've been here. Um, he's had very good series against us, and seems like every mistake we make, he, he jumps on it and takes advantage of it. But you feel like he's actually got even better this year coming out of Tim's game? a really good player. He's always been a good player. He's been an exceptional player against the Mariners. Um, he's just one of the teams. He sees the ball really good against us. For a young player like uh, Vogelbach, how 
much of a help is it to have so many veterans around him that are locked in? Uh, it's actually a good pressure. Yeah, good question. I think some of our veterans have helped Vogie this year, and Jay Bruce being one of them. I know he's uh, and, and Vogie's continuing to, to learn and whatever. He's a really good hitter. Uh, he knows the strike zone. He's certainly got plenty of power. But again, the guys are kind of feeding off each other up and down our lineup right now. He's got two home runs, six RBIs, a base load of double change your plans when you map out your, your playing time. Well, the guy he replaced it two home runs the day before. So at the end of the day, my team's not going to be happy with me. You can't play them all. Uh, but as long as they're producing like this, it's a, it's a good problem to have. Jane had said that nobody, ever, there's a fear in the lineup of having the bat at bat, not being the guy that has the bat at bat. Do you see that? When you're I don't see much fear in our lineup right now. Uh, certainly guys want to, you know, they want to carry their weight and, and do their thing to keep the line moving, uh, whether it's getting a big hit, a home run, or just, you know, walking and keeping uh, the pressure on the other club. But uh, they really are. They're feeding off each other, which is great to see. And it's pretty incredible. The offense just churning, and we'll see what they can do against Kansas City. We'll hear from Ryan Divish in just a second, conversation with him in Chicago. So the first of four in Kansas City tonight, all 5-15 first pitches except for on Thursday. That's a day game, getaway day, 10-15 first pitch. So it looks like this tonight. Felix Hernandez takes the mound for his second start. Homer Bailey, the former Cincinnati Red will go for Kansas City. It has been a rough road for Bailey uh, this year with the Royals for the first time. Remember, signed that big contract with Cincinnati, and and things just really didn't work out at all. Suffered through some injury and and effectiveness. In fact, last year with the Reds, 1-14 with a 6-0-9 ERA and 20 starts. The year before that, in 18 starts, a 6-4-3. You know, his ERA hasn't been below five and a half since 2014, and is just one start so far into this season for the Kansas City Royals. That start against Minnesota went five, allowed three earned runs on 99 pitches. Did fan eight and walked two, so not too bad in his first out. And Kansas City lost that game seven to six to the Minnesota Twins. Royals uh, in a full-on rebuild at this point especially with the pitching staff has struggled there so far this year, 2-6 and six to start this season so far. So Felix against Bailey in Game 1. Game 2 should be a good matchup on Tuesday. Marco Gonzalez against Jacob Junis, who's given the Mariners some problems the last couple of years. Kikuchi will go on Wednesday, again 5-15, TBA in that one for Kansas City, and then leak on Thursday, getaway day. So see if they can keep the offense churning against the Kansas City Royals starting tonight. So right now, why don't we visit with Ryan Divish? Ryan Divish joins us. Ryan, it's great to see you. Good to see you guys. So, hey, Ryan. I got to know, off day in Chicago, a couple of uh, off nights in Chicago as well. If I were to give you the choice of an off day in any city in baseball, What's your city? What are you choosing? I would go San Diego, and we have an off day in San Diego oh, coming up. That's my favorite city. That's, that's my favorite. Spot. If you ask any rider, that's our favorite road city to go to because of the uh, proximity of the hotel to the stadium to downtown to everything. You can walk everywhere. But Chicago's uh, probably top three or four. I yeah, mean, it's not bad, right? Yeah, I mean, the city is great. You know, I don't know about the ballparks that you have to work <laughs> in, but the city <laughs> itself is great. You know, it just like you can walk down the street and just point at something, and it's probably going to be a pretty good meal. So I know I love coming here, and we, 
you know, you get spoiled when you have these night games. The mornings hurt. What did the what's the old saying? The, <laughs> the day game after the day game is the right. most person the, the exactly. most painful thing in baseball. Uh-huh. But no, it's that's been why great. the Cubs didn't win for 108 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about this? Uh, what about this start for the Mariners so far? Uh, what been, has surprised you the most? You know. I think it's been their ability to kind of overcome some of the issues that we've seen that are relatively glaring. Um, if you look at, and I've written this a couple times, I, I thought there were going to be just four kind of four truths about this team. One, they were going to hit a bunch of home runs because they had power. Two, they were going to have pretty good at bats and drag counts out because that's who they are. They have a lot of guys. They've added a lot of guys that understand counts better. And then I thought that the defense would be a little shaky and the bullpen would be a little shaky. And we've seen all four of those things in almost every game. I mean, the Mariners yeah, have—they've yeah. committed an error in, in every all but one game. They've hit a homer in every game. We've seen them just, uh, just really work over starting pitchers and force them to throw a lot of pitches. And we've seen the bullpen be shaky at times. So I think that's going to continue. I don't know that there's any difference, but still winning as many games as they have, despite some of the issues. You know, you don't usually give away that many outs and win games. But I think. That's a credit to the home runs and just the at-bats they're having. They have a ton of traffic on the base. Yeah. And the starting pitching has been good. What have you seen out of Yusei Kikuchi? Because I thought he did a heck of a job yesterday. A lot of pitches early. Didn't get much defensive help there in the bottom of the first inning, but he got uh, the Mariners through five. No, I, I thought he was great. I thought he kept his composure. A lot of things went wrong in that first inning, and and he did not you know, just kind of throw in the towel. I like how he competes. And I just like that the one thing that he does, if he gives up a big hit or if something goes wrong, he doesn't get too fine. He just comes back in. He starts pumping strikes. He understands that he's going to get hit at times, but he'd rather throw strikes than be too fine and nibble. And I thought that was big. And I thought the last three innings, he was he was great. Yeah. He found a rhythm. He adjusted to his curveball a little bit. And uh, and then he was he was outstanding. And I think we're going to see teams do that too. run a ton of right handed hitters at him. I always think it's interesting. You know, we watch guys on TV and you see him once in a while in a series or look at their numbers. But it's different seeing a guy play every single day. And it's been fun to watch Domingo Santana play every single day. What are your impressions so far of the Mariners left fielder? You know, the first time I saw him, well, one, he's just a massive human yeah. being. I thought Nelson Cruz was big. <laughs> and and Nelson is just deep. You know, his yeah. chest is about the size of this radio booth. But <laughs> Domingo is. I think that's accurate. Domingo is like four or five inches taller than Nelson. You know, he's a legit 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six, and he is put together. He's not a small human being. But when you watched him, like, I remember the first time I watched him take BP, and I was like, that's his swing? Because he keeps his hands so close to his body and kind of insides outs everything, I was like, I, I don't know how is that going to work. And then it's worked it just works. fine, you know. And, and he's he has good accounts. He's been he's been having good counts. Uh, I thought he worked at bats well, and then he hits the homers. You know, he's got what thirteen RBIs or yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, he's he's hit situationally, and I know that everybody was concerned about the strikeouts. I haven't seen that. He hasn't put himself in his bad many bad situations to strike out as often as people predicted he would. And he covers a lot of ground down there in left field. Made a great catch yeah. on the left field line. How about Malik Smith in the leadoff spot and defensively in center field? Somehow he got to that ball and took a grand slam away from uh, Moncada, but uh, it turned out to be a two-run double. Yeah, I, Malik's energy is, is really infectious, and, and he was really upset at himself for not making that play. Like, he felt he should have made that play. And I'm thinking, you know, you can try that 50 times, and if you get it 10, that's a good percentage of how difficult that play was. You know, do you see teams try and take advantage of the arm? I think we'll see that from now on, uh, just because that's kind of who his history is. But I like the energy he plays with. He covers a lot mm-hmm. of ground. He doesn't always get the best jump, but when you have speed like his, you can make up for it. And I think as you as the season goes on, 
you know, the more he plays out there, I think he'll get better. You know, he, they, he bounced around a little bit when he was with the Rays. He didn't always play center field. He didn't play all the time. And I think, you know, the everyday playing time that the Mariners are going to offer him and Santana and Mitch, I mean, that's a nice outfield when you yeah, roll those yeah. guys out there. Mm-hmm. It's a nice mixture of athleticism and, and hitting and defense. And I think that's going to be – I think it's definitely the strong suit because we've seen how, how much the infield defense has struggled at times. Visiting with Ryan Divish of the Seattle Times. I always think this is a tough time of year to analyze because it's really just a week and a half of baseball, and it's hard to draw any conclusions from such a short stretch. But it's really all we have to work with so far this season. I mean, when do you start looking at things and, and thinking they're trends? At what part of the season do you really start to take a look at what you're seeing being real or not real or whatever? Yeah, a lot of guys, managers always say 40 40 to 50 games i think Mm -hmm. you can go a little earlier than that Mm -hmm. just if you look at the process that they're doing you know something like at bats you know if a guy's having quality at bats seeing a lot of pitches um getting to counts where their hitters counts maybe he fouls off that 3-1 pitch but he's getting there you assume if they have any sort of talent or track record that that'll even out i think the mariners have done that pretty well for the most part so i I don't know that that's you know you can use that as a, a trend and say, look, this is kind of who they are and who they're going to be. They're going to, they're going to do that. I mean, you know, it's hard to know if D. Gordon and the two walks yesterday. I mean, he took two walks in yeah. a game yesterday. He had nine <laughs> last year. Yeah. Or even like the success of Ryan Healy. You know, his track record says that won't sustain. But he's made a lot of adjustments with his yeah. swing and his approach. I mean, he got rid of the big leg kick. He's hitting the ball to right field. I think those are things that you can kind of track and say, well, maybe these results are yielding to a trend that may stay permanent. Who's the biggest surprise so far in the first uh, nine, ten games of the season? Oh, that's that's a tough one. I Healy might be the biggest surprise just because of the the at bats he's having. I, I you know you didn't you kind of knew when he got him uh, a few years ago that there were going to be strikeouts, there were going to be homers. He was going to be kind of streaky. He hasn't been as streaky. I, I think his at bats have been more competitive. The balls he's hitting to right field are hit with pace. Uh, I think he's been a surprise. I think Tim Beckham at the plate has been a surprise. You know, he had some. Ta- he obviously has talent. When you go one-one, you have talent, and maybe he's just kind of that guy that takes a little while to figure things out. But you know, he's got some extra base potential that you didn't really get at times. Uh, you know, in the shortstop in the past, other than when they had Gene Segura. So I think those guys have been surprises, particularly on offense. You know, defensively, you're asking a lot from Ryan Healy, and it's not necessarily fair at times. Yeah. But he's been yeah. he's been capable, and you know, Beckham. I think he's going to get better. You know, I know he's putting in the time and the work with Perry Hill. And I think it'll get better eventually. You mentioned Mitch a moment ago, all-star season last year. Where do you think his ceiling is? Uh, it just it depends on the robot makers that created it. I mean, <laughs> yes. He is, he is a cyborg. I always tell people <laughs> he's so serious and he's just so locked in that he has to be a robot. He can't – he doesn't seem to feel emotion. No, I, I – I guess maybe a little bit more power, but we saw quite a bit of power yeah. last year, yeah. you know, and then maybe a little bit cleaner on defense, but he was pretty good there. I, I just, when you, when you prepare the way that guy does yeah. and you take things as seriously as that guy takes it, I think the only thing that could ever limit your potential to get better would be injury. And he's done a good job of, you know, understanding about keeping healthy for all these games and playing 160 games in a season. I, I just, he is... I remember the first time we watched him, I, the very first day of, of spring training when they got him, I was like, this guy is the most serious human being in the world. <laughs> you know, that first day of BP, everybody's out there and hugging and laughing. And, you know, it turns into 
home run derby by the end not mitch nope never cracked a smile the entire time and it's still that way even as much as he's established he is the most serious human being when it comes to preparing and getting ready for baseball that i've ever seen even more so than Ichiro, because Ichiro would still have a little bit of fun at times mitch is just super serious and i, I like it that's who he is and that's yeah. what makes him good so another off night in Chicago. We'll see you at the ballpark again tomorrow, right? Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got to fly out tomorrow night after the game. So I, nice. you know, I, I'm I was gonna be good in Chicago uh-huh. and not eat too poorly and not uh-huh. stay out too late. That's impossible. Well, yeah. there, there's Kansas City's coming yeah. down the road. Then you got the barbecue. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm. Yeah. I was supposed to have like a, my annual physical after this trip. <laughs> you better hold off on that. I postponed oh. it. I just said I can't do this. I mean, yeah. my, I, it wouldn't be good if I went in there. The guy would be like, uh, "We checked your blood, and it's just measuring <laughs> barbecue sauce." <laughs> well, I've already had eggplant parmesan, spaghetti and meatballs, homemade pizza, spaghetti and meatballs yeah. again. I, so uh, it was a wise move. Yeah. It was great. I did um, this Frontera Grill, Rick Bayless, the kind of. He's a famous chef. It's Skip Bayless's brother, though they aren't really close. But he has a really good Mexican restaurant here, and I went there and had a couple margaritas and like the best authentic Mexican I've ever had. It was good, amazing. Nice. But yeah, probably Italian tonight. There we go. Right. Thanks for coming by, Ryan. Yeah, Appreciate no Carmine's on Rush Street. Outstanding. Okay. okay. And now it's time for the week that was. This is the week that was. A look back on highlights and events of the Mariners' past week on Mariners Magazine. Portello set, strike beneath his beard, he delivers. Swing, fork to right field, it is carried, it is carried, it is gone! Home run right field, Omar Narvaez. It's second in a Mariners uniform, halfway up the lower bowl in right field, and he has given the Mariners a 5-3 lead in the bottom of the third. The left-handers pitch, Hanniger swings and chops it. Fair ball inside the bag at third, and it kicks off the retaining wall, bordering left field. Vogelback chugs around. Here comes Malik Smith. He's steaming home. He loses his helmet, strides across home plate standing. Two more runs across. Mitch Hanniger wasted no time at all. First pitch swinging, drives it up pair it's 9-3 Mariners in the third inning and the one-two pitch on the way swing and a ground ball to Gordon at second he's got it the throw to first it's over the Mariners hang out and win it 10 to 8 over the Boston Red Sox and they win the opening series here at home three games the one over the defending champs from the wonderful world of sports we bring you home run derby there's your one there's a drive, deep right center field. That baby's way out of here. Jay Bruce, his third home run in as many days. A two-run jack, and the Mariners have a 6-3 lead over the Angels. Oh, did he torture that one? Right down the pipe, and he was all over it. The stretch and the 2-2 on the way. Swing and a fly ball deep to left center field. Trout going back, looking up. Goodbye, baseball! Daniel Vogelback, his first home run of the season. Into the pen in left center field. And opposite field. Home run for Daniel Vogelback. Gives the Mariners a 2-1 lead here in the bottom of the eighth inning. Everybody on the scene plays with a chip on their shoulder. And um, it's, it's fun every night to come out here and compete with these guys. And we're surprising a lot of people early. And I think that we're going to continue to do it throughout the whole year. Now the stretch. And the 2-1 pitch. DeLucroy on the way, swinging a ground ball right side. D. Gordon to his left. He's got him up, balance on the first. In time, and the ball game is over. The Mariners hang on and win it. Two to one. D. Gordon way to his left. Got to it to 
contorted his body, got off the throw just in time to get Lucroy for the final out of the ball game. Mariners sweep the Angels in the brief two-game series. They start the year seven and one, their best start in franchise history. Well, pitch here to Healy. Pitch swung on. Drill deep to left. Got a chance. Giddy up and gone. Two-run homer, Ryan Healy. We got a tie ball game here in Chicago, top of the six. The Mariners have roared back to tie it here in Chicago. 2-1 pitch to Hanniger. Breaking ball swung on and set the deep right center field. Going back angle on the track. Jumps. Can't get it. That baby's gone. It's a two-run homer for Mitch Hanniger. And the Mariners have the 8-6 lead. Hanniger coming through again. Home run number two for Mitch. RBI six and seven. And the Mariners have rallied all the way back from being down 6-1 to take an 8-6 lead. We're prepared. Um, our hitters are prepared. We're executing our plans, and I really like where we're at. Um, long season, but so far so good. Uh, just got to continue it. And the 2-2 pitch. Swinging a fly ball to left field. Backing up Jimenez to the one track near the wall. Goodbye baseball. Tim Beckham with his fourth home run of the season. A three-run home run here at the top of the fifth inning. And the Mariners now lead the White Sox by a score of 7-1. to one. Here's a swing and a drive. Deep into the gap in right center field. Going, going, and he did it again. Jay Bruce with his second home run of the afternoon. Just into the bleachers in right center field. His fourth home run in the fourth. His fifth home run of the year here in the top of the ninth inning. And the Mariners now lead the White Sox 9-2. What an afternoon for Jay Bruce. We're clicking on all cylinders offensively. The, the quality of that bats has been great. Uh, guys getting deep in counts. Guys are, you know, uh, they're getting their pitch. And when they're not, they're taking their walk. My kind of town, Chicago is. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.